My personal definition of success is my ability to take what's in my heart and hold it in my hands. Pulling out what's in your heart and seeing it become a reality in the world mm -hmm. around you. If you can do that, that's success at the deepest core because people mm -hmm. define it differently. Well, success is when you do this, make that whatever. It's the process of taking what's in your heart and then holding it in your hand. Mm. I'm trying to give me a bag. 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 What's up? What's up? You are now listening to FY Fly the podcast, and I'm your host, Hassan Thomas, along with Remy. And we are here to share tools on how millennials can budget, save, invest, and understand student debt and credit to achieve financial freedom. If you're a high school student, college student, or someone who's interested in gaining more financial insight, this podcast is for you. What's up, what's up, my FY Fly folks out there? How y'all doing? I hope y'all doing all right. Welcome to the FY Fly podcast. My name is Hassan Thomas, a.k.a. the kid that did and the man that can, baby. And today, we're going to be chopping up with military chaplain, performance coach, and the president of St. Pierre Alliance, Mr. Jerry St. Pierre. How are you, brother? How are you? I am better than I deserve. I live an amazing life every day, and I'm glad to be here with your audience. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. You got to affirm it, right? You got to affirm it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yes, sir, man. Well, thank you so much for being on here. We met at FinCon, but now we're on FYI Fly. And what we usually like to do, we like to skip the fluff and get right into the good stuff. How that sound to you? get after it let's go all right all right man so one of the one of the key points that you really talk about in your message is rising from adversity mm -hmm. so what was your key turning point where you broke through your adverse situation into your personal calling i was raised in inner city new orleans and it, i had a rough start and, 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 but I'm thankful for them. And when I was up in high school, I would skip school. I skipped a lot mm. of school back in my day. Lord Jesus, I skipped school. But I would listen to the preachers on the radio, man. I'm serious. I would skip school. Well, I was well, preaching all day. School? I, well, I was skipping, they, they never talk about skipping school. <laughs> but, you know, I would, I would listen. But you know what? I was learning how to get life right. Mm. I mean, the education I was getting, looking back, laid the foundation and kind of kind of elaborate on the importance of a mentor because it sounds like mm. when i asked you you know what what was that turning point you said you had a good group of men a good group of yep. you know faith-like men to kind of guide you or point you in yep. that direction so for everybody listening how important would you say a mentor is it depends on how much you want to change your life mm. if you want to get after changing your life then it's very important a lot of folks they, 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 they're trying to break away from where they've been, but they don't know how to get where they're going. That's yeah. when you need a mentor. You need someone who can shed light on the journey. And what I did when I was skipping school, listening to the preachers on the radio, I had great men investing in me over the radio. Mm -hmm. You just can't, I mean, Got just you. good, solid teaching in my life. That's a great you know? for everybody listening. So you didn't have to go pay for mentor, no, no, no. You no. changed your environment and started to yep. listen and change the yep. things that were, you know, that you were hearing, that you were watching. So that's just a yep. great key because it's crazy. The next question <clears throat> I was going to ask was, do you think people should have to pay for mentors? No. You know, there there comes a point. There does come a point where paying for a mentor is fitting, but not mm -hmm. early on in the journey. Early on, gotcha. here's how this works. 
you find as as you go, let's say you start off at level one or level two of a 10 level run. Mm. Yeah, say you're at level one. All you got to do is make your way around some level two people and they'll rub off on you. Okay. Yeah. Level three, level four, kind of the same thing. When you start getting to level four, level five, now things change a little bit. These mm-hmm. are people who are movers and shakers. They're kind of handling business. Their time is already finite. A lot of people like me, I love to invest in other people. Like our scholarship program, we mentioned earlier, the St. Pierre Alliance. We don't just give money yeah. for college. We give, we give performance coaches to, the, to these wow. students at no charge to them. Like mm-hmm. credentialed, certified, formally trained through programs that I know of and it's approved. It's International Federation of Coaching certified. It's a thing. Mm-hmm right? Because it's important to give. So most people who are where you want to be are willing to give. The challenge is when you go up the rung because they're so tied up in the different spaces, they've learned to say no to so much that they can say yes to what's most important. And that's when it's time to start paying because now you're saying you want my value for nothing and that's not right. You have to come up to the space and say, I'm willing to add value in the space in exchange for the value add for me. And it's a mindset mm-hmm. shift. It really is to go, well, that's just selfish. And they, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. There comes a point where you have to be a giver, not a taker. And that's when you start going up the ladder. It's not about taking anymore. It's about giving. And the further mm-hmm. you get up the ladder, they're going to understand that this has got to be a give, give. You're not just going to take. So that's why yep, I say there yep, comes yep. a point. <laughs> there, there comes a point where it's, you just want to take from me. That's not mm-hmm. fair. When you have that, what you could be giving now, you're not at the bottom anymore. You, you're at a place where you have value to give. And so what I'm saying, there's a mindset shift that happens and a heart set shift. I talk Mm -hmm. a lot about head, heart, hand alignment on my podcast. The heart has to be in a place to go to the next level of being, moving from being the taker because Lord knows you needed to take for a while, right? We all been there. Uh But once you got, and it's not just money. It's whatever you've got to give, become a giver and givers mm. find other givers and they sharpen each other. And that's wow. how that works. So you, did I tell you we was aligned? Like, so <laughs> yeah, one thing I, I talk know. about in my book, man, is, you know, I, I gave the biggest lessons that I learned going from college to COVID because I graduated during mm. 20. And one of those lessons were that you have to build up enough value within yourself to mm. then start participating in activities where it can be a value exchange. Yeah. You either yeah. you're either able to give your time, your money, or your value. You yeah. know, so once you build up enough value, you don't have to pay for someone else's value. You can offer them, for example, a podcast episode. I have oh, yeah. that value. If yep. I didn't have that value, I would have to pay for, you know, you know how people be like, you know, let me, let me pick your brain. There's no picking your brain. If you want to pick somebody's brain, you need to pay for their one hour consulting or yep, you either exactly need to build right. up enough value where you yep. have a platform where you can then have a value exchange. Yep. That's exactly right. Now that's well said. It is a value mm. exchange. And, and, but that, so here's a spiritual principle as iron yeah. sharpens iron, one yep. man sharpens another. That's and nice. so it, 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 but one will not iron will sharpen iron, but iron will go dull on wood. Man, so it has to, <laughs> you, you, you got to make sure you got iron in your diet. 
And I remember mm. early on, I used to say, I need some iron in my diet. I would walk up to men. I would say, excuse me, you know, maybe folks that church, kind of people I have a rapport with, you know, not just random people. Yeah. Sometimes I do random people, but just, I'd say, I need some iron in my diet. Iron mm. sharpens iron. Let me ask you a quick question on this. If you just get your feedback, I'd be interested. Sure, Jerry, what you got? Yes. Boom, I just lay it out there, you know, and they give me their feedback on it and go, you know, it's interesting. I was looking at it from this perspective. I appreciate yours. Thank you. It's to help mm. me think differently. And look, you do this with your money. You do it with your relationships. You do yep. it with your faith. You know, the, the most important things in life where you need to find your way at peace, that head, heart, hand alignment where you're at peace and, and you got things dialed in is your faith, your family, your finances, your fitness, your friends, and your fun. You got to oh rock those goodness. things in life. And and I, I remember when I did this this course for my training and I, it was a, it's a, a semester, it's a summer long deal, not in school, mm -hmm. it was in a hospital environment. It's a thing for chaplains. And yeah. I had to stand up there and say what my objectives were. I said, well, and I had to give a little bit about myself. So I gave a little bit about myself first. I said, well, I'm at peace mm -hmm. with God. I'm at peace with my money. I'm at peace with my spouse and my peace with myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing pretty good there. But here's what I want. And I didn't realize how deep it was when I said it until I reflected on it. That's pretty deep yeah. to be there. But that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. And, and you get mm -hmm. there by principle applied over time. It's getting principle your mindset right, your heart set right, your hand set right. And the more you mm -hmm. do it, it's that iron sharpened iron with other people. You start to get yourself sharpened up. Before you know it, your life is in order. It went from yeah. disorder to order. And that's where you want to be. That's a sweet spot. And what would you say are some practical tips that you've personally done to gain? Because it sounds like a lot of these things are self-improvement. Self-development, oh, yeah. self-improvement. So what are some practical things that you've done to continue to grow as a person? I educate myself a lot. I'm always mm -hmm. learning something. I have four degrees. Yes, okay. four degrees. Highest is a master, impressive, two impressive. associates, a bachelor. Um, uh, thank you, thank you. Bachelor's and, and a master's. 96-hour master's degree, which I count as three baby master's degrees. And so I'm, I'm well-educated <laughs> in that space. I go to conferences. Uh, I go to I go to where I want to be. Like if I want to be in a space, I start showing up there long before I'm mm -hmm. qualified to be there. Wow. There's a reason you could go hang out at the academy before you can become a professor at the academy. You will mm -hmm. you're not qualified when you get there. But you stick around long enough, you're qualified, right? And it's not uh -huh. but you have to go where you're paying a lot of money at school. You can go find mm -hmm. any space. So I try to surround myself with great people. Somebody told me this in my early 20s. I must have been 20 years old. He yeah. told me his name was Joseph in, in New Orleans, Slidell, Louisiana. He said, Jerry, if you want to be a great person, you got to read great books, go mm -hmm. to great events, and hang around great people. Just like that. And I, I, and I have <laughs> done that. I said, you know what? I'm going to do that. And what happens is over time, I might not be qualified to be in the space but I'm becoming refined by the space. Mm -hmm. So where I show up makes a statement. The fact that I'm even there, and, and there's been many times, man, I'm telling you, listen, many a time I stood in the space and go, I don't know why I'm here, but I am. <laughs> I don't know how I got here, but I'm here. I remember I went to this one thing mm -hmm. and I went home and told my wife, I said, honey, I feel like I just dined with kings and queens. Yeah. 
but in, so, but here's the other thing when, when you're what? uncomfortable in the space stay there because i was uncomfortable see that's what you, your mind knows it's right but your heart's scared to be there stay there anyway because that's that's the next breakthrough that's that's, that's where the next breakthrough that, that's mm-hmm. where you're going and yep. so is that your definition of success or how would you actually define what success is well desiree described the process of success so I wouldn't give it a definition. Gotcha. I would say it's the process and how it works. My mm-hmm. defi- my personal definition of success is my ability to take what's in my heart and hold it in my hands. Mm-hmm. In other words, I can take what's Go in my in heart it. and see it become a reality in the world around me. You, it's the pulling out what's in your heart and seeing it become a reality in the mm-hmm. world around you. If you can do that, that's success at the deepest core because people mm-hmm. define it differently. Well, success is when you do this, make that whatever. It's the process of taking what's in your heart and then holding it in your hand. No, and I, I, I actually think that is the best example of how to define success I've ever mm-hmm. heard because mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with monetary value. It doesn't mm-hmm. have anything mm-hmm. to do with you know, the perceived value from the world, like you said, it's what's Mm -hmm. in your heart and what you desire. And once you're able to physically pull that out and look at it, the tangibleness of what you had in your heart, and once you have it, you are successful. That's success. That's success. Yes. Yes. Think think of Mother Mother Teresa. She had no Mm -hmm. money. She was poor, vow of poverty, whatever it is she did. But she moved the world. She moved the world. She wasn't elected. She she moved the world. Come on, because Man. of what was in her heart. Man, this so this is a show about money. So we we got we gotta ask. <laughs> Let's go. How there. much? How much would you say money factors in to being successful? I think one of the areas of my life that I want to be at peace at is the financial space. Mm-hmm. It's that faith, family, finances you know, fitness, friends, and fun, I said earlier. Mm-hmm. So it is a factor because if you stressing over money, it's going to hold you back from a lot of different things. So you have to, yes. we have to be faithful with money. And I would argue that the same way we're faithful with marriage or with our faith journey will show up in our financial journey. So Your it's going to be a reflection of, of whole, the holistic of who I am because how I handle money is a reflection of the condition of my heart. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's so the condition of my heart's gonna determine the whole course of my life, not just the money space. So if your money's out of whack, take a good look around. Cause that ain't the yeah. only thing that's jacked up in your life. You know, mm-hmm. so what well, no, 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 no. Just pay attention to it. If your money's out of whack, now I'm not saying poor, I'm just saying out of whack. You're in debt up to your eyeballs. Yeah. You can't make your payments. They come in and collect. The car people keep showing up trying to take your car at 2 o'clock in the morning. The refrigerator ain't yours. The sofa ain't yours. And them shoes you're wearing, you stole them, right? Something's out of tr- right? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so so how does it factor yeah. in? I think it is, a comp- it is a component that demonstrates our ability to be faithful but with principle over time. And mm-hmm. it is a reflection of the holistic nature of how we're going through our life. If our finances are in order, there's a good chance our relationships are in order. I mean, think about it. Now people want to do credit checks before they marry you. I don't blame them. That's your credit. Yeah. How you doing? It's you a made a commitment. You going to follow through? Right <laughs> That's exactly right. How you handle money. Like you, you, mm-hmm. you, you said you was going to pay, but you didn't. 
you got how much in debt? You have no way to pay it back. How, what, what was you thinking? I mean, cause I'm about to make a commitment with you too here, you know, my life till death do his part, you know, you know, I'm more important than yeah. the debt. So, so that's how I factor it in. Talk it is that. a part of the whole story. And I think if you're mm-hmm. faithful in one area, it'll show up in that area too. Agreed on the positive and the negative side. Like if you want to, you know, you can literally look at where someone has been and what they spend their money on. And that will almost show you everything you need to know about that person, seeing where they spend their time and where or how they spend their money will almost tell you everything you need to know about a person. (laughs) Jesus put it this way. He said, where your treasure is, is where your heart is. Take a good look at your checkbook or the debit card, your bank statement. Nobody you check no more. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. We got one more question for you. Can't have you on here and not ask our famous final question. So I'm going to say two quotes, and I need you to let me know which one <laughs> is more accurate in your opinion. All right. All right. All right. Send it. So more money, more problems like Biggie, or money can't buy happiness. Which one do you agree with most? Money cannot buy happiness. Money can buy options. Money can mm-hmm. buy opportunities to have fulfillment, but it cannot buy happiness. Happiness is a condition of the heart that mm-hmm. Mother Teresa didn't have. She surrendered it all. But oh, the peace and joy that she had in her heart. And even, you know, when, when even though I have a lot and I have a little, I can be content. My heart can be filled with joy. It's a yeah. condition of the heart, not a status of my bank account that determines happiness. Yes, sir. I'm right there with you. I always do believe that, like you said, it's a matter of the joy. So whether yes. you have, you know, 10,000 or 10 million, if you're yep. not joyful from yep. inside, That's you know, that, 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 that money is only going to multiply who you truly are. That's so it. if you do get a lot of money, now you're, now you're feeling abundance of wealth. Now you're feeling abundance of, you know, helping people. Yes. But on the opposite end, if you're selfish already, if you don't like to, you know, be around people, then that's only going to multiply when you get that yep. money. So that's I, the I'm more money, full, more full problems. <laughs> I guess that so was all... true too. <laughs> depends uh, on the condition of the heart. <laughs> yes, sir. Depends yeah. on the condition. Uh, depends on that perspective as well. Yeah. So, yeah. like I told you, man, we was we was aligned from the start. So this. Was, oh yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for joining the show. If you have any final words, any final takeaways, go ahead and also let them know where to reach you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Get your head, your heart, and your hand in alignment. Do the work to create a new life for yourself. It's okay to be content where you are, but not be satisfied because you want to go to the next level. That's okay. That's a stewardship thing. So Mm -hmm. go get head, heart, hand alignment all day. I call it the alignment way. Go live your life with the Alignment Way. And you can reach me at Alignment Way on Instagram. So go at Alignment Way on Instagram. Find me there. And I'm considering rebranding my whole podcast to be called The the Alignment Way, where we build wealth and relationships the Alignment Way with our head, heart, hands in alignment. So more to come. I'm digging that, boss, man. I'm digging that. Yeah. I I haven't heard that nowhere before, so I'm I'm feeling that for real. Yeah. Sneak peek. So your audience (laughs) is going to get it before the rest of the world. Yes, sir. A little FYI fly exclusive for my my listeners, man. Well, again, thank you so much, Jerry. I know we all talked about, I know we talked about a lot here today, but if Mm y'all can take one or two things that you can implement 
today and watch over time. Watch those, those seeds that you've planted grow over time, grow over time. And I promise you, there will be big results at the end of that journey. So thank you again. All my listeners, stay safe, stay invested, and stay FYI Fly. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you all for listening to FYI Fly, the podcast, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week for more financial literacy insights with our special guests. Please visit our website, social media platforms, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at FYI Fly Podcast. That's F-Y-I-F-L-I Podcast. See y'all next week and stay fly.